A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new week, a new month. I am recording this on September 1st. Now, I know that people listen to this at all different points, but today is September 1st, 2023, as I'm recording this, and I always feel like at the beginning of a new month, I kind of feel refreshed and like it's an opportunity to reset and just check in with myself, and of course, that's kind of arbitrary. We can do it at any point, but I always take the opportunity at the beginning of the new month to do so, and I'm feeling really good about this month. I have a good feeling about what's to come. I have a lot going on personally right now that is very exciting and at the same time nerve-wracking in different ways but all in all I'm feeling really good and I'm excited for the month ahead and for the season ahead and I'm excited for this episode as well because it's been a couple weeks in the making and I've also just wanted to sit down and talk in a little bit more detail about this new chapter of my life and share a little bit more context. And I decided that I was going to do this Q&A both here on the podcast and also on YouTube because on YouTube it will provide me with the opportunity to incorporate Jamie into the video so that he can answer some of these questions because of course this is equally his journey as it is mine. And you know, I want him to share his thoughts and I want you guys to hear from him as well if you're interested in hearing sort of a different perspective because, of course, here on the podcast, I'm only really able to share my own. Now, when it comes to guests on the podcast, I've considered this before, I do just feel like the podcast is called Time Alone. I love having this time to myself. It's just as much a, like, a outlet for me and a nice time for me to be with myself and reflect and you know I I really value this time and it feels like I have a good connection with my audience with you all listening and at some point don't get me wrong I may consider expanding that to guests but for now I kind of like this one-on-one or so it feels like time so with that said I want to get into today's questions. Now, I did a Q&A a while back on Instagram and I answered some of them, but there were a lot more questions than I was expecting, so I decided I would just take some of them onto this episode and I'll try to get to as many as possible in case you missed the Q&A on Instagram. And then I also had some questions from the anonymous submission that I'll address in this episode as well. And because they're not necessarily organized into any order. I may jump around a bit here and there may be some questions as well about our move and so some of those may trickle in but the predominant focus with these questions seems to be pregnancy. So let's see where to start. Someone said, are you excited to be closer to your family? Now for context, just to kind of get everything in one episode up to speed, We moved from Vancouver to Ontario. My family is in Ontario and we moved back to where my family is. It's kind of interesting because for the last, I would say like 10 years, 
everyone has kind of been all over the place. I have three siblings and my older sister has been living in Ottawa, in Montreal. She spent some time abroad. And then my older brother has been in North Bay, in Toronto, in a few different places. And then my little brother has been you know, in high school, and then he did his first year at university last year in London. And then I, of course, have been in Ottawa, in Thailand, in Vancouver. And so it's been very rare that we've all been in my hometown or in one place for a very long time. And it was kind of, in a way, to me, just felt so right that my whole family, when I found out this news, was all back at home in my hometown. Not necessarily living at home, but living in my hometown. That's the first time that that's happened, like I said, in about 10 years. And it just so happens to coincide with finding out that we were pregnant. And so it was a lot easier of a decision to make to come back here and to have that comfort of family. And in answer to this question, It's not only excitement that I feel to be closer to family, it's a great deal of relief that I feel and comfort that I just didn't realize spending all these years kind of in different places, being very far away from home, I didn't realize how important that was to my overall sense of well-being and I would never change the way I did anything and I'm so grateful for those experiences and I learned so much but just for this chapter, it feels extremely comforting and really really nice to be home and I really didn't ever see myself back here in the place that I grew up but I'm really happy to be here and I'm really excited to have this new chapter so close to my family and having grandparents around both my parents are retired so I think it'll be a really fun chapter once the baby is here and We can all be together and my siblings will get to know our baby and yeah, that's all very exciting and I'm very happy about that. Okay, the next question, and I had a couple of these, was were you planning to start a family? It's really funny because I was reflecting on an episode that I did towards the beginning of this year, so the beginning of 2023, and I think it was the 2023 character loading episode. I don't know if that's the exact title, but... One of the episodes that I did at the beginning of the year, I remember specifically talking about the fact that I was feeling on some level my priority and my focus as it related to just manifestation and reality creation was shifting away from career and finances, which was my predominant focus for the last few years, and more towards starting a family and finding a home. And what I will say is... I've always wanted a family. I've always wanted kids. Jamie and I have discussed this for many years. I always knew that we were kind of on the same page with that. And within the last year, we've talked about it more seriously. But the timing was a little surprising. And so essentially, yes, we were planning on starting a family. Absolutely. And there was no fear or anxiety or sadness when we found out that we were pregnant. But it was definitely a big surprise, and I by no means expected it to happen that fast. But 
we really haven't fixated on that at all. We haven't thought about it much. We are just really happy and really excited. Okay, this kind of leads me into my next question. A few of these as well. I had mentioned about cycle tracking, whether it was on the podcast or on TikTok or Instagram or kind of a combination of all three. I got my IUD, so my form of birth control that I was using for five years. I got that removed in January. And the reason I got it removed was just because I had been on birth control since I was 16. And I wanted to know what it was like to not be on birth control and to kind of get familiar with my cycles and learn more about the various cycles that we go through and learn more about my own body and kind of get a deeper understanding of that. And part of that process was basically cycle tracking and so I was using an app it was called flow and I was also just starting to use ovulation strips to basically understand where I was in the cycle and when I say like I didn't know anything about the menstrual cycle and the windows of time I didn't even know because I didn't need to know because I was on birth control and I don't remember learning this necessarily or at least not in a way that stuck with me I don't remember learning about those windows of the month that you would have high fertility and that you needed to be extra careful if you weren't on birth control, etc. So I was just beginning to scratch the surface with that. I would say that when it comes to cycle tracking, I kind of made a joke about this on TikTok about, you know, it didn't really work out for me, obviously, but I wasn't doing it one well or two I didn't get to a point with it where my cycle was back to normal and so I could actually understand where I was in the cycle if that makes sense so basically because I was on marina IUD which I didn't have a period for five years my cycle when I came off of it would be like 60 days long sometimes or even longer like I would just not get my period for a couple months at a time so it was really hard to even for the app that I was using to understand where I was on the cycle so I do believe and I have plenty of friends who use this as a form of birth control they are really on top of it and I believe that it's possible to be safe in this way and I fully am interested in it but obviously like I'm not the best I guess, spokesperson to talk about my own success with it as a form of birth control specifically, because I just never really got to that point where I knew exactly where I was. And I was like being really, um, diligent with testing and using ovulation strips. And, you know, I was doing it at a very basic level. And so I don't even really want to say I was cycle tracking actively. I was using an app and that was starting to gather data, but even the app said they just didn't have enough data to basically know where I was on the cycle. And even when I went in for my first ultrasound, when I got pregnant, they thought that based on my last period date or the beginning of my last period date, that I was further along based on a normal cycle, but I wasn't. So it's just, I had a very abnormal cycle coming off the IUD I'm sure it would have normalized with time, but I just never really got to that point. So I really had no idea where I was. Okay, someone said, what was the biggest emotion you felt when you found out? So just to kind of explain a little bit more about the specifics of finding out, because I was, like I said, not quite sure where I was in my 
cycle and I just wanted to monitor things, I did purchase a box of pregnancy tests and I was just taking them every so often. And my, I had missed my period for, or I guess my cycle was about 50 days long at this point. And I didn't think anything of it because my cycles have been very long before since I've got the IUD out. But basically I just one day was regularly taking my pregnancy test and it was positive. It's a very, very faint line, but I had never seen that on a pregnancy test before. And I had recently read that it didn't matter how faint the line was. If you saw a second line, you're pregnant. And so I, I think it was just a lot of disbelief and shock and just, I didn't quite believe it. I called my mom. She told me to go get like a digital test. So I went to London Drugs. I sat in the bathroom at London Drugs. I took it and it was a digital test and it came back positive. And at that point I was like, okay, like I still did not believe it. So I'd say in answer to the question, disbelief and shock and not in a bad way at all. It was just like, what? Like, how did this happen? I couldn't track back to like when it would have happened. And I just didn't understand. I was in shock. And in terms of my emotional state since then, it's funny because, you know, you expect that you're going to have these big floods of emotion and these huge moments of, you know, realizing the journey that you're on. And what I will say is my emotional state has been very neutral. And I think that's just my way of coping with all of the transition and I've talked to a few people who said the same it still doesn't feel real I still don't feel like I'm showing enough that I can like validate that it's actually real and you know of course I know it is I can feel the symptoms in my body I heard the heartbeat the other day but there is just this like dissonance I guess with never having gone through this before and my mind is obviously still just catching up but obviously I'm very happy. I felt very, very excited. And, you know, I've been listening to this podcast. It's called The Birth Hour. And it's just talking about different birth stories. And I've wanted to kind of, you know, be prepared in different ways and understand what the process is like. And there have been points that people have talked about the moment of, you know, delivering the baby and holding the baby for the first time that that brings forth a lot of emotion, just thinking about that um and I'm sure as time goes on I'll continue to feel those emotions just you know the more that I like things settle in but I'm not really forcing that by any means another person asked how old are you did you always kind of think this would happen at this time um I'm 27 I'll be turning 28 this month actually and actually when I was significantly younger this like fixation on being a young mom a young cool mom I feel like I've talked to so many people who thought that they would be like married with three kids by the age of like 22 so when I was much much younger I was like I'm gonna be such a young mom I'm gonna have my first baby at like 21 I just had no concept of you know what life would look like at that point and then as I got a little bit older went to university and even like getting into my my first relationship with Jamie um that expectation 
basically completely went away. I wouldn't say that I thought it would happen at a specific time. I felt strongly on some level that it would happen, but no, I didn't really have any expectation or any idea when that would happen. I had a feeling that it would happen around the age of 30, whether it was like plus minus two years for whatever reason. And I think that's more just having more recently felt a little bit more stable in a lot of different areas of life, mentally, emotionally, financially. And I think because of that, I've started to open up to the idea of having kids. But before that, it was like something that would happen in the distant future. But I knew that I just didn't feel ready in in many ways. A few people asked, do you want to know the sex of the baby? And are you, like, are you going to find out? The answer is probably not. Never say never. I have my next ultrasound where that could be a possibility in October. So in about a month from now, excuse me. And so we'll have the opportunity to make a decision at that point. But we've kind of consistently felt like we wouldn't. And from what I've heard, if you kind of have that feeling of like, you don't necessarily have a strong inclination to know beforehand, then it can be nice to just resist that um, resist that temptation to find out and just keep it as a surprise. So I think we will keep it as a surprise. We don't really feel strongly enough, honestly, either way. I would have no problem with finding out and I would also be really excited to not find out. So I don't think we will. That's kind of my feeling. But, you know, if for whatever reason I have a burning desire or we have a burning desire by the time that ultrasound comes then maybe but I just don't feel super strongly about it right now tying into that question about finding out the sex of the baby someone asked do you have any gut feelings if it's a girl or a boy for whatever reason I've consistently felt boy and pretty much everyone that I've talked to whether it's my family or friends they've felt the same I think like one or two people have said girl um, but even certain people have said girl and then changed their mind to boy and I have also, for like, honestly, probably two years, had dreams about like giving birth and it's always a boy. So who knows what that means? I would honestly not be surprised either way because I really don't think that you can know. Um, But that's just the gut feeling that I have. Someone asked, are you planning to continue with the podcast slash TikTok, etc.? Yes, absolutely. That's the plan. I don't know what that will look like, obviously, in the next chapter, but as of right now, I do have the ability to set my own schedule, to be able to set things up in a way that work for me, and so I don't really anticipate there being any issues with that moving forward, even with a baby. I think there will probably be like some changes for sure and changes in how I share, changes in what I share. I have to think about, you know, how I want to maintain privacy with certain aspects of my life and just different things that I have to think through because it's a completely new responsibility and a completely new chapter, but I definitely still intend to continue creating. It brings me so much joy and it affords me such a flexible lifestyle that is really important to me. And when I first started down this path, this was one of my intentions was to be able to continue, you know, making a living while still being able to be flexible and have a family and spend time with 
future children. So of course I want to do whatever I can to continue to make that happen and to continue living this lifestyle and just being open to whatever kind of shifts that takes on and whatever, you know, new forms that takes on. And I'm really excited for that. Okay, we have a few questions about the move. So first of all, someone said, do you guys plan on buying a house in Ontario or just renting? So our plan is to buy a house in Ontario. Originally, we had kind of, we were in Vancouver, obviously, and we we're like, okay, where can we afford to live? And obviously, Vancouver was kind of written out of the equation almost immediately in terms of like upsizing. It just wasn't really in the cards for us. And we wanted to be able to get a space that was, big enough for us that we could host our families especially if we were going to continue living away and it very quickly just became like not really that possible for where we are in life right now so that was part of the reason that we started to consider moving back to Ontario I do know that like real estate here is definitely still a big investment and it's really expensive pretty much everywhere you go in Canada right now obviously with some exceptions but yeah, compared to Vancouver, it's a lot more affordable for us and we actually are able to think about buying versus Vancouver. And then another person said, do you find Vancouver more expensive than Ontario? Specifically the town that we're living in. I'm sure if you're comparing like Vancouver to Toronto, maybe it's less of a gap, but specifically the town that we're living in, it's a smaller town and yes, 100% it is cheaper. For what we just put an offer in for the house that we want to buy, we could probably get like a two-bedroom apartment in Vancouver. So it's a very sizable difference from a real estate perspective and from a lot of other perspectives now. This doesn't take away from the fact that it's just an incredible place to live in so many ways and we absolutely loved our time there and if we could have afforded it maybe things would be a bit different but there's no denying it's an expensive place to live and that's just the reality right now someone said how long have you been engaged we have been engaged for almost or i guess just over a year and i guess like this may be a follow-up question when are you getting married what's the plan we don't have one and honestly like i might have mentioned this before we we were really excited to get engaged and that felt like a really symbolic thing but neither of us like actually feel that strongly about getting married i have started to feel like it would be kind of nice for whatever reason but i can't really identify why and i want to have a strong reason for why we would do that before we actually go ahead with it other than this is just what people do you know, people get married. I don't necessarily have anything strong against it or for it, but I don't know. We definitely probably, definitely probably, we more than likely won't have like a big wedding. I would say like unless something drastic happens to my personality, it makes me feel very anxious to be in that position, whether it's all the planning and like I love going to weddings and I love when people love planning and like it makes me so happy to see my friends enjoying that process and excited about it and I love weddings but for me personally being in that position sounds awful and I am more interested in like doing something small but 
I am always aware of the fact that things could change and maybe I'll change my mind. I don't think I will. And I don't necessarily think Jamie is interested in having a big wedding either. So what we would probably do if we were to do anything would be to have like a small celebration here in Canada with my family and maybe his parents as well. And then maybe do something small in England with his family as well. Just like a little celebration, a little dinner, something symbolic. Now we'll have to do it soon or I guess not necessarily, but if we're having a baby, like trying to get over to England, maybe a bit harder. We are potentially going to England in November. So maybe we could do it then if we all of a sudden have the inspiration to do so, but we'll see. It will be very like low key and last minute. Another question that came up a few times was, are you scared to be a mom? Are you nervous about the responsibility? Like, are you feeling any anxiety? Excuse me. The answer for me is no, honestly, I don't feel that. And it's not because I don't understand that it is challenging in different ways and it's a completely new set of responsibility responsibilities but I just feel I think on one hand like this is always the direction that my life was going to take I've just always had that feeling and I can't really describe it but maybe you can relate and then the second part of that kind of the reason why I don't necessarily feel a strong sense of anxiety or fear is because I just feel like being a parent and having a child is a very natural part of life and like it's so normal you look around and so many people are doing it and again it doesn't mean that it's easy but people do it every day it's a normal part of life and for me not having a strong sense of anxiety with something doesn't mean that I don't appreciate the challenge that may arise, that will arise. It's simply to say, I'm going to do this thing. I'm in this situation. I can't go back and I don't want to go back. And what am I going to, what is my attitude going to be towards this situation? And it doesn't feel natural to me to be scared. It feels more natural to be excited and, you know, eager and happy. And I just don't feel right now that the anxiety or the fear would produce any positive results, especially because I'm really focused on reducing stress in my body to the best of my abilities, knowing that that's going to create a really good environment for my baby to grow and to be healthy and I don't want to do anything to compromise that now certainly there have been times that I felt stress and I always think that if I feel stress or I feel fear or anxiety it doesn't help to feel badly about that and try to like think my way out of it and you know knowing that for the duration of this pregnancy there will be times that I feel those things and not being hard on myself about that. I think that's also important. So it's not to say that like presently right now, I'm not feeling those things and I never will for the entire pregnancy. It's just to say that it doesn't feel like a natural state right now to feel anxious or fearful. And the only reason I would, would be if I thought about it in a certain way, or I listened to certain 
you know, projections that I was hearing about how scary it is and whatever. For me personally right now and the feelings that I have and the attitudes that I have about this next chapter, it feels, if anything, just neutral and very normal and very natural. Someone asked about Jamie's situation, basically asking, wasn't Jamie working on a mountain? What will he be doing in Ontario? So he was working on a mountain for a period of time when we were in Vancouver. He was ski instructing. And then I believe it was last year, actually around this time, he went through a program for web development and he was kind of studying it on his own on the side even before he did the program. But I believe it was like a couple months of study and like it was a guided experience they had teachers and everything but he did that program and then he actually got a job in web development a few months after he kind of finished the program and so he's actually been working full-time in web development I believe his official role is like software developer Um, I don't fully understand what he does day to day but that is a work from home remote job which is so nice because it made our move a lot smoother so that's what he's doing now he will definitely miss the skiing and we're probably going to have to get creative with that because it's not like we have you know the luxury of a massive mountain 30 minutes away from us anymore Um, so that will probably be something that we'll have to think about but because we're having our baby this February in the winter, I think that this winter will be okay. We'll just enjoy that time and then maybe we'll start to kind of find new places in the area that Jamie can ski or even planning holidays and stuff like that. Another question that came up a couple of times in the Q&A was basically speaking to what my feelings were with respect to climate change and bringing a kid into the world, a child into the world during this time and what I could interpret from that question as well is like how do you deal with making that decision I guess and I know that we're in a period of time where many people are specifically choosing not to who may have otherwise wanted children because of that reason and so I had to reflect on this a little bit because If I'm being 100% honest, do I have the right answer to this question? No. And do I have the best answer to this question? No. And so it's a vulnerable experience to be, you know, ask questions where you don't really feel like you have a great answer, but that you don't want to ignore because you understand where they're coming from and you want to create dialogue. And I don't take this question personally. Some of them were a bit more pointed than the others, but I honestly appreciate the opportunity to speak to this because I know it's probably on a lot of our minds, whether or not you are choosing to have a child, this looming anxiety of what that future will look like. And so do I have an answer for how I'm going to navigate that, how I am going to navigate things looking extremely different in various different ways, whether that's, you know, increasing levels of catastrophe and how to navigate that with a kid and, you know, just the various changes that may be on the horizon as a result of climate change. And also at the same time, 
appreciating that choosing to have children has a climate impact and I don't want to be in denial of that. I do, however, want to approach this chapter of my life and the decision to bring a child into the world, which has always felt like the right decision for me, for my family, for my future. I want to make that choice from a place of hopefulness and optimism and not necessarily blind optimism and delusion and denial of the reality, but I do want to make the decision from a place of hopefulness and understanding that it is a big responsibility and the way that we are raising kids in the current, you know, world situation, climate situation is a big responsibility and we have to be mindful of how we go about that. I think the immediate thing that comes to mind for me is consumption and being mindful even just as I'm approaching motherhood, all of the opportunities to consume and all of the opportunities to purchase and to have more belongings and more gadgets for your baby and that doesn't end with you know newborns. I think that will continue on and the opportunities to consume beyond you know your needs are always seemingly present and it's something I really want to be aware of and that I think boundaries will be really essential to communicate that that's important to us and I in generally am not someone who likes to have like a ton of possessions and I was just observing that you know, watching a few different YouTube videos about, you know, newborn essentials, there's just so much to be consumed. And that is one thing that I want to be mindful of, both in pregnancy as well as in, you know, the phase that comes after and everything that comes after. So short answer is, I understand it's a big responsibility. I appreciate the question. I appreciate the dialogue. I don't really have the perfect answer right now. But I'm committed to learning and I'm committed to being open to new ideas and being hopeful and hopefully raising my child with that mentality and that same responsibility because I think that the responsibility for what's happening to our earth isn't just for folks deciding to have kids, it's a shared responsibility and, you know the best thing that I feel I can do is be hopeful and continue to live life in a way that is mindful of what's going on and not in denial, but still allows me to have joy and excitement and hopefulness about the future. So I know that's not the best answer and I probably got some things wrong in there and I'm open to your feedback, but that's kind of where I'm at right now. Okay, so I didn't get to all the questions, but we are approaching the end of this episode and I am going to be doing a YouTube video on this, so I'll try to get to some of the ones that I didn't answer there and then if there's enough interest, I can do a part two. Just let me know what you think, how you felt, and yeah, I'm interested to see how you feel about this episode and hear your feedback. So thanks for listening. Thank you for your questions and for your curiosity and for your open-mindedness. I really love this community and I love 
the dialogue that forms in this community and I know it's not always perfect and I don't always have the perfect answers for anything but I can only share from my own personal experience and from my own lens so I appreciate you for being here and for listening and for supporting this podcast and for sharing the podcast and I just really appreciate you all so thank you for being here again and I'll see you next week.